24. Greater love 24. The reason I say greater love 24 is because I preached on greater love last year. And the Lord said preach on it again, but let's go further with it. Let's do something different with it. So I said, okay, Lord, we'll call it greater love 24 because by this time next year, you may say greater love 25. I don't know. Right. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to talk about this word love. For God so loved the world that he gave. That he gave. Amen. Gave. I'll tell you about this word love. This word love is not the same definition that you and I know of. Here we are in the month of February. We ain't talking about no Valentine's love. Come on. We ain't talking about little butterflies that teenagers get in their little bellies when they see somebody. Come on, church. I'm talking about a love that comes from a God that sacrificed his only begotten son. They'll give you their, their fellowship and their relationship. Come on, church. They'll be there for you in a hard time of life. Amen? You know, anybody told you they love you, but when all hell hit the fan, where were they, where were you at? Where were they at? When you needed somebody to bail you out, where were they at? Amen? Sometimes you need somebody to do more than just pray for you. Sometimes you need somebody to go out of their way and find you and give you a hug. Sometimes you need somebody to come and pull you out of a ditch. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because you done got stuck in a ditch and you need some help. Yep. Yep. If I get stuck in a ditch, I'm calling Chad. Bring me Chad, brother. Hook me up. Pull my truck out. Sometimes you need somebody that's going to sacrifice. You see, this is a godly word. It's sacrifice. So when God says he loves you, there's pain in this. There's pain in this word. Because he loves you so much that he hurts himself to show you how much he loves you. You see, when you really love somebody, you'll commit to them. Oh, somebody needs to hear that loud. Yeah. Huh? I said, when you love somebody, you'll make a commitment to that person. Come on. Amen. When you love somebody, you will sacrifice your desires, your wants. Come on, church. You will sacrifice even your needs. Yes. You will sacrifice yourself in order to help the person that you love. See, I ain't talking about this Valentine love that disappears when the roses and the candy are gone. I'm talking about a love, come on church, that is still there. When you laid up in the hospital and the doctors have no hope and the person refuses to leave your side because the Valentine love is gone, the roses are gone, but the agape love is still there. There was no other son. There was no 
out. You got children. Your hand out. Now raise that same hand if you're willing to kill your child, sacrifice them to death for somebody that you're even related to. Come on, let me see them hands. Not a single hand. Brothers and sisters, I wouldn't sacrifice my child for somebody else in my family, much less a stranger. Right. Right. But God so loved the world, which means he so loved the sinner. Which means he loved the yellow man, the black man, the white man. Come on. Come on. Come on, church. The tall man, the short man, the bald-headed man. God didn't put it about y'all. Don't forget about the fat man. God so loved the fat man. And the skinny man. Come on, church. Come on. <laughs> Which means he loved the sinner. Yes. Which means God so loved the murderer. God so loved the homosexual. God oh. so come on, church. Yes. Yes. God so loved yes. the thief. Yes. God so loved the baby. Come on, church. God so loved the wife here. Yes. God so loved the child molester. Oh, we're gonna get quiet now, don't we? God so loved the world. That he gave, he sacrificed on Calvary's hill, on an old rugged cross, his one and only begotten son. And he put your sin and my sin and all the sin of Hitler himself on the cross. Yes. Come on, church. Yes. He put all the sin on the cross. Yes. And then God the Father turned his back on his only begotten son. So he could die. Come on, church. When you really have got me somebody, oh, it's easy to say, well, I'll die for you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Huh? Soldiers in war would throw themselves on a hand grenade to save their buddies in battle. Come on. Story after stories of people sacrificing their own life to save somebody. Now, that's love now. Don't get me wrong. That's love. But the same person that threw themselves on a hand grenade to save other people would not throw their own child on a hand grenade to save them. God did. For God so loved the world that He gave, He sacrificed, come on, church, His only begotten Son, so that you and I can have everlasting life. Everlasting life. Amen. 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 Everlasting life. Love has sacrifice. Love has commitment. Come on. Come on. I said love has sacrifice. Love has commitment. Commitment. Amen. When you really love somebody, you will sacrifice for them. You'll do without sleep. You'll do without comfort. Amen. Come on. If the husbands really tell the truth, we'd rather go fishing on Monday instead of go to work. <laughs> but because of love for the family, we sacrifice our fishing days for work days. Huh? Am I telling the truth this morning? Amen. Come on, husbands. I'm trying Amen. to help you. Amen. You messed up at Valentine. You didn't get a big enough candy box. Come on. I'm trying to help you, but you didn't get up and go to work the next day. Praise God. Come on. Praise God. Sacrifice. 
It's sacrifice for a woman to get in the kitchen in the middle of July and sweat like a boxer. Come on, somebody. That's right. To cook you a meal. Sacrifice. For God so loved the world that he sacrificed his only begotten son. Now, here's the beautiful part about this. No longer after the resurrection of Christ do you ever read the words, only begotten son again. But now he's the firstborn among many brothers. And we are all Preaching better than you shouting this morning. All right. I said I'm preaching better than you shouting this morning. Right. I love what the Amplified Bible says about this. John 3:16 and Amplified says this: For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his one and only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Somebody say amen. amen. Now turn to Matthew 13. That's why I was trying to go to Matthew. Matthew 13, verse 44. How many of you were with me in my Sunday school class this morning on Facebook, internet, radio? You heard me say this if you did. If you were not there, shame on you. I said, if you were not there, shame on you. Shame on me, then. All right, come on, church. <laughs> Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. Reading from the King James. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to treasure hid in the field. That which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and he buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of a great price went and sold 
all that he had and he bought it. I want to tell you something I, I didn't see for a long time. It hasn't just seen until recently. Jesus is the man in that parable. Jesus is the man in the parable. And a man went and he found a hidden treasure. He found a treasure on some land that he did not own. And the man, this is Jesus. And the man, Jesus, went and gave all that he had. You see, Jesus, the Son of the living God, that existed before he was born of Mary, come on, chose to come to be your Savior. He was not forced to be your Savior. He chose to come to this planet and be our Savior. But what he gave up was the glory. What he gave up was a splendor of heaven. What he gave up was a pain-free life. What he gave up, come on church, was heaven's paradise. And he stepped out of glory and he became a man. He became flesh and bone. Come on church. He became flesh and bone just like you and me. Come on church. He gave all that he had. Now listen, listen to me, listen to me. You are the treasure in this parable. God so loved you. God found you as a treasure in this world. And so Jesus gave it all up. He gave up all the splendor of heaven and glory. Gave it all up to become a man. To go purchase the price of your salvation. Because you are a treasure. That's the totally opposite of everything you've ever heard all your life. Because what you've been told is you are sorry, no good for nothing. You ain't worth 15 cents. Your mama wasn't no good. Your daddy wasn't no good. Your brother ain't good. And you ain't no good. Come on, church. That's what the devil has planted in you. That you will never amount to anything. That nobody loves you. That you're worthless. But God says you are a treasure. And I've given it all that I had to find you. Come on, church. God came and he found you. And he purchased the price for you. Yes. Yeah. Amen. With money. You see, there was a higher price than money that had to be paid. There was a, anybody can pay money. The richest man in the world could come on, can pay money. But God paid the highest price that could ever be paid, and it was holy, pure blood of a God. Ooh, come on, church. I said it was a holy, pure blood of a God. Because Jesus was all God and Jesus was all man. Come on, church. Born of a woman, but his father was the Holy Ghost. And your bloodline comes from your daddy. Come on, church. He had holy blood running through him. And he sacrificed. He became the lamb of the living God. And he sacrificed himself on that old rugged cross. He died a criminal's death. Huh? Come on, rich man, they got pain free. Huh? Rich man lay down, they'll pump him full of drugs or whatever they gotta do. He will die pain free. But not my Savior. My Savior had to suffer the agony of a criminal. He had to be hung between two thieves, condemned to death, rejected from society. The Bible says he was bruised, he was rejected. The chastisement of our peace was put upon him. 
He was beaten from his head to his toe. The Bible says he was beaten so bad he no longer looked like a human being. That's bad. You didn't have to ask Jesus if he had ribs because on that cross you could see him hanging out. Amen. Every drop of blood came out of the Messiah. Scientists tell us that when all the blood leaves your body, then water will come out. Water will come out of your veins when the last drop of blood leaves your body. Science tells us that. The Bible says that when the Roman soldier pierced his heart, that blood and water came out. Which means every drop of blood, he bled for six hours on that cross, bleeding to death, until there was not a single precious drop left. The sacrifice. The sacrifice of an all-loving God is what we have today. He's my king. He's my brother. There's no greater love than that. What's the definition of love? That. Anything less falls short. The love of Jesus Christ. And listen to me. God loves you just the way you are. God knew you was going to be fat. You said that I didn't. God knew you was going to be bald. You pick on your own self. I might as well pick on you too. Come on. God knew you was going to be tall. He was going to be short. Huh? God knew you was going to be full of sin. He knew you would like sin. He knew which sin you would like. And he sacrificed anyway. He sacrificed himself anyway. He knew that at some points in your life you would reject him. But he still sacrificed anyway. Anyway. On this old rugged cross. I want to ask everybody to stand up from your seat. Everybody help me out now. I need your help this morning. Preach this night. Need to do the first one right here. I want everybody in this church to go over here and line up behind me right now. I'm going to line myself. Come on, everybody. We're up. This is a participating sermon this morning. We're going to participate. We're going to participate. Everybody line up. Sister Lane, you just do what you can, honey. Sister Lane's going to surgery on Wednesday. Church is going to be praying. Wednesday or Thursday, sometime this week, Sister Lane's going to be going through surgery for her back. We're going to be praying for her, so you only do what you're able to do, honey. Everybody else, I want you to follow these instructions very carefully. Step over me, Anita. Walk around the church and go back to East.
Every time you choose to sin, you're just stepping over the body of Christ and the sacrifice on that cross. I'm not talking about sins you do unconsciously that you're not aware of that the Holy Spirit brings it to your attention. I'm talking about sin you make a decision to do. Every time you choose to sin, you're just stepping over the sacrifice on that cross. It's too holy, church. He's paid too great of a price. I think he's paid too great of a price. It's too holy. It's too holy. Don't read so fast over John 3.16. We say it so fast and quoted just like a cliche in the church. Oh, but let that, let that scripture hit your heart this morning, hit your soul. There's no greater love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. Now next week we have a baptism service planned. If you want to be baptized, ladies, bring your bathing suit, wear underneath your clothes. Everybody bring a change of clothes and a towel. If you want to be baptized, all you got to do is show up. We have a baptism service. You got two people I know who will be baptized. We're going to really do an Easter drama musical about the thief on the cross. I want to tell you something about that thief. He messes up your theology. He messes up your theology. You see, there was no water to be baptized by the thief, and yet he still went to heaven. There was no sinner's prayer, as you and I would call sinner's prayer, but yet he still went to heaven. He didn't, he wasn't, he had time to join the church when no church is going, but he still went to heaven. You see, the thief on the cross, he messes up religious people. Oh, you got to get saved this way. You gotta kneel on your knees. You gotta get in that altar. You gotta pray until you can't cry no more. Then you gotta get baptized. If you get baptized in water, you ain't saved. You didn't great 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 grandma didn't pray over you anointed, you ain't saved. Come on, church. Come on. It messes up theology and all religious institutions. The thief on the cross simply looks over at Jesus and says, Lord, remember me. Anybody here this morning? Don't say, remember me. Lord, remember me. Lord, remember me. If you say that this morning, 
Jesus, remember me. I think the thief's salvation is probably a pretty good salvation to start with. Amen? Amen. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. The kingdom of God is coming, church. The kingdom of God is coming. I don't know about you, but before that trumpet blows, before the dead of Christ rises, before God comes and judges this planet, I want Him to remember me. Yes, yes. I want to be remembered an old sinner. You see, I should have been the one on the cross. I should have been the one that busted hell wide open. That should have been me, not Jesus. Not the perfect child. Come on, not the Lamb of God. Not the Son of God. That should have been me. I'm as guilty as a thief that hung beside him. I'm as guilty as he. I want to be as wise as he too. Lord, remember me. When you come into your kingdom. When you come into your kingdom. All heads bow. Father, thank you. My prayer is that every soul that is in the sound of my voice, every soul in this church, every soul on Facebook, every soul on internet radio, every soul on on podcast, every soul with the sound of my voice will say, Lord, remember me. If that's you this morning, I'm not asking you to raise your hands. I'm not asking you to come to the altar. These altars are open if you want to pray. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you just to bow your head and move your lips and put volume to your voice and say, Lord Jesus, remember me. Remember me. Brothers and sisters, if you said that little simple prayer, I believe that you just gave your heart and soul to God. I believe you're a child of God because Jesus looks over at the thief in that moment and he said today, Today, you will be with me in paradise. Paradise is coming. Paradise is coming. Because an almighty God sacrificed his one and only son on the cross. So that you and I could have everlasting life. And you give the Lord a hundred praise this morning. get ready to dismiss. We're going to go eat some lasagna. Please hang out with me as we minister to our community and food this morning. But I'm not going to close this service if you need prayer. If you need prayer, we still got the anointing oil. And we'll pray. We believe in healing. We believe in James chapter 5. Amen. Lamb, you stay where you are. We're going to pray for you right now. God, let y'all's hands of faith over here, Sister Elaine. This will be her fourth surgery on her back. I think it's time to doctor get it right. Amen. I think it's time to doctor get it right. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch my sister. 
on page two. I'm just on page two. How many pages it got? All of them. <laughs> we'll see. Alright, we're getting ready to be dismissed. Y'all stay with me. Meet me in the fellowship hall. Let's eat some lasagna. When everybody sits down and get ready, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how we go about feeding the community. We're going to need some men to take some more tables out when we're done eating. We gotta get more tables outside. We're gonna need some men directing traffic. If you if you if you parked on this side of the church, up against the church, let me encourage you to go to your car and move it to the front because we want to make a big circle out here uh, for the cars to come in and come underneath our porch to go out. Okay, so I encourage you to move your cars on this side and take it to the front as we get ready to be dismissed and go for our. Lasagna. And let me say thank you to all the ladies that could.